Hey everyone, this is Arshan Spellings. Welcome to another episode of Billion Dollar Moves, where it is my job to deconstruct the billion dollar moves of billionaires, unicorn founders, and their funders in the US and Asia venture ecosystem. What typically got them from their journey of underestimated to iconic in the most raw and unfiltered form. You won't get this anywhere else. So I've been wanting to do this for some time now. And now that guys, we are almost close to 50 episodes. Can you believe it? I'll be peppering the feed with some of my top learnings from my favorite episodes with what I'm calling Billion Dollar Bites. I've also included the links to the full episode place so you can always dig deeper, which I highly recommend. Today's bite, our big question, is one I've been asked a lot. What makes a billion dollar founder? For this answer, I'm leaning on two of my guests, Kathy Gao, partner at Sapphire Ventures, a leading VC with now more than 10.2 billion in assets under management across the Sapphire Group, where Kathy led the firm's investment in and sits on the board of Safegraph, is a board observer at Metable, UJet, and Splashtop. And my friend, Jack Smith, who recently sold his company, Vungle, the leading mobile in-app video advertising platform to Blackstone for about $780 million. What makes a billion dollar founder? Point number one, deep team understanding. Do you really understand your core lieutenants, their strengths, their weaknesses, and have a vision for where they can grow into beyond the role that they came into? Are you enabling and empowering these team members? Are you actually building an environment of trust where you are not actually holding them back by being a bottleneck in decision making? You know, so often we see this in startup CEOs. Uh, They're so used to being a generalist, doing everything themselves. And ultimately, are you hiring big guns to only limit their capabilities because you're not actually giving them room to grow. And you think about the role of the CEO, what is that role really, right? In my head, and it's different for every company and different for every person, I understand that. But in my mind, the CEO is someone who can hire the best people, have the vision to see that, hey, this person would be amazing for this role, but also a person that enables the rest of the team to achieve their full potential, right? And in order to do that, that person needs several crucial, again, in my opinion, character traits, right? That person needs to be highly empathetic. They need to be a people person, I think, right? You have to understand who is working at your company, where are their strengths and weaknesses. You don't have to do this with everyone, of course, but for your core lieutenants, you need to have a good read on which person would be best in which role. And that applies to hiring new talent, but also to your existing talent, because sometimes maybe a person is stuck in a suboptimal role and they can really thrive and shine in another role, right? This next point is its strategic execution. Can you sell a vision to others, communicate and influence them to be inspired to execute with you? And can you execute on what you said you were going to do presented with options and alternatives? Can you make the best bet on which option is the best for your company with what's always going to be limited or often evolving information? The second part of that is really more strategic. So I talked about kind of the EQ human element. The second part is more strategic and execution. This is when you get into the nitty gritty. Can this person sell? Can this person execute? Meaning, can they? will they say, hey, we need to hire X, Y, and Z roles and they actually go out and do it? Is this person the type of person who says, okay, um, here are two different directions that the company can go and in the next year and two different areas that we can invest. Can they accurately analyze the opportunity for each of those two investments and make the right choice? And 
this is where it becomes very gray. It's not black and white. And it's some, it's an area that I'm personally constantly learning. This is why I love working with entrepreneurs and hearing their stories and seeing how they work. That is That area is very gray, but you need yeah. to have some sort of, I don't even know how to describe it, almost like a executive functioning layer where you can organize people in the right way, but also see one layer beyond that strategically. A successful founder is one who knows that to actually scale the company, they need to scale themselves. In the beginning, the founder does everything from product to customer service and having that frugality is important. But as the company scales, so should your mindset and your role. As a company grows, I think you need to kind of fire yourself from those different responsibilities and scale yourself into a different role where you're not all about doing, you're more about like enabling. And what I observed there was that Zane just somehow naturally really scaled really, really fast for him himself into Mm. this role of being a CEO, like a professional CEO. Like he just like naturally took on that and the transition was very natural for him. Whereas for me, I was kind of just still stuck in the weeds. Zane was asking me like, what do you want your role to be as the company Mm. scales? And I couldn't really see what I was used to being more generalist, like taking on loads Mm. of tasks. I couldn't really see what specifically defined role would be best for me. And I think that what I should have done is taken a step out of the business, like taking a step back, uh, take a week or two to meet other people and ask them like, hey, has your business scaled? How do you divide up the responsibilities and stuff? But I didn't do that. But I think that would have been a good idea. All right, ladies and gents, with that, it is a wrap of this week's Billion Dollar Bite. But before that, I did want to say a big thank you and hat tip to the Billion Dollar Movers community. Michael Banks, Nia, Marisha, Fanny, Marisha, Hadi, Rodolfo, Kat Kim, Ella Jade, all of you have sent me a long list of questions to be answered in this version of Billion Dollar Bites and through the future interviews we'll be hosting on here on the show. And if you tuning in have a question on how to scale your venture and leadership to become the Billion Dollar Mover that you know you can be, drop me a note, Instagram is where I'm at search and global DMs are open I look forward to hearing from you and yes if you loved an episode the show it really helps me out if you share this on social media with your friends invite people to join the show and community and I will look forward to seeing you again next week in the meantime keep making billion dollar moves